Welcome. My name is Tracy Cook, and this is a podcast series, Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like our upcoming guest that have seen hope risen above those adversities to become victorious, that now go on to support and inspire others to do the same. So please subscribe and comment. We'll be sharing out where to connect with our special guest today as well and head to our website to find out more about the Launch Brand and Market podcast course. Today, we are welcoming Vivian Cobb to the Victim to Victory community. Hi there. Hi. Now, a little bit about Vivian. She's absolutely amazing. She is an international speaker. You will actually see her doing a TED Talk. She is an author. She is an emotions advocate, and she really does put her heart into it, which means she empowers teams to produce with passion, build a better company culture, reduce turnover, and retain talent by embracing emotions in the workplace. No doubt we'll be touching on some emotions here today as well. But for people discovering you for the first time, Vivian, where does your story start? Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, it's interesting. Some of us have uh, more charmed lives than others. Uh, And I've had a life of adversity. I mean, I'm just going to put that out there. I grew up in a very domestically violent household. And I was sexually abused as a child. Uh, that And traumatic pasts lead to traumatic futures, unfortunately. And so I got into some bad relationships. Uh, and then my husband died. Um, that was not a bad relationship other than him dying. But he in an, uh, did not tell me that we were completely financially devastated. So I found that out as he was dying. Uh, And I had to rebuild my life from scratch. Uh, So yeah, I've, I've been through it. I've had a lot of uh, challenges. But as you mentioned in your opening, uh, a lot of hope, I just took the lessons from all the things that have happened to me, and turned them into silver linings, because If we don't do that, I don't know what the alternative is, but it's not good. (laughs) Definitely. Wow. That's, that's a lot, um, you know, that, that has happened and I call it hitting every branch on the tree because, (laughs) um, you know, we hit every branch on the tree coming down. Some of us, some of us just one or two, but I mean, that's a lot of adversity and that is a lot of messages in the mess for you to take on. And, and um, Vivian, how long were you, were you married for? You've gone through all of this uh, trauma and you've found this wonderful marriage. Uh, How long were you married for? Uh, We were together 10 and married for four before he died. So, yeah, I found my Prince Charming, but he died. And yeah, it's, it's an incredible, it's kind of a Cinderella story, but that we'll save that one for another day. But the, I guess the overall umbrella of it all is I've learned to just be extraordinarily resilient. Uh, I just keep getting up. I keep not being knocked down and I just keep getting up. 
And what what makes you keep getting up? Is it something in your values or your beliefs or is it a vision or is it a mindset? Because I know that a lot of our audience that listens to Victim to Victory, you know, um, see these people kind of getting up and, and moving on like yourselves and they're so brave. What is there certain things that you do to when something happens and challenges you that you get up and just keep going? Interestingly, yes, I and it took me a while to figure this out. But what I have come up with and what I go into companies now and talk about is it's really important that we embrace our emotions, that we are not afraid to to of our fear, of our pain. And that in fact, leaning into the pain and going towards it is much better for us and gets us through it a lot faster than if we numb it or run from it or, you know, what all the, all the things that our society kind of teaches us. So, oh no, you can't be sad and you can't be angry and you can't be all these things. No, we need to embrace those along with our joyful emotions. We are humans and we need all of those emotions to be complete humans. And as soon as I learned that, boy, that that changed changed everything because I, I spent a long time in anger and grief and I was very stuck in my life uh, and I just couldn't live like that anymore. And it was the day that I went to the I was about to lose my house to the bank and I went into the room for the last time to that my husband passed away in and to say goodbye. And I was so angry. I didn't realize how angry I was until I was there on the floor, sobbing, pounding the floor and just telling him, you know, goodbye and how angry I was, but how much I loved him and how much I missed him. I mean, I was just feeling it all, you know, all of the emotions. And when I walked out of the house for the last time, I was like, wow, I, I actually feel a lot better. <laughs> and that was just like a light bulb that went on for me. And it's been that journey that allowed me to actually have the courage to do the TEDx talk that I did about keeping secrets and suffering from a disorder that I kept a secret for 40 years and also really affected my life and kept me stuck but once I was able to release it and be okay with the feelings that I had around it, I was actually able to talk about it and talk about talking about it. I went on to a, a global stage and just spilled my gut. So that's the, that's the key to me. That's, that is absolutely the key. And I'm so passionate about that, that that's why I've started my company to go into corporations so that people at work, we all are humans. We all have feelings. And some corporations expect us to just hang our feelings on the door when we walk through. And that's mm -hmm. just impossible. You can't do that. We are going to be affected by what is going on in our lives, whether we've had a bad day with our spouse or, we've, or we're grieving something or whatever it is, bad news. We need to have the space to be able to embrace that even at work and, and not be stifled by not only our own emotions, but other people's emotions. Cause you know what it's like when you're with someone 
you know when they're angry or you know when they're sad and when something's not right. And if your coworker is sitting right there, you know, because it's energy, you feel that energy. And wouldn't, wouldn't it be lovely to, to work somewhere where you can say and feel comfortable to say, looks like you're having a bad day today. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, and have space for that and hold space for that. So that's my mission now is to, to help employers and team leaders understand how important that is. That is so important. And we're talking pre-show as well uh, about people that have been working from home and then they're going back to the office, so to speak, now. And those energies and those dynamics and the mindset, that it's all changing. The landscape is changing. So to be able to come into a workplace like you are and just say it's okay to hold space for your emotions, it's okay to go up to your co-worker and go, hey, you're a little bit off today, you know, do you want to have a talk or, you know, how can I support you or get them external resources that they maybe need? I mean, that's just so needed now and it just makes sense, right? It just makes right. sense that that's how we should be doing things. And I remember back, um, you just took me on just such a journey and a flashback to my corporate job where I would literally take a breath before I walked in and became a different person. You know, mm-hmm. and how many people do that? They do. They go in and they be this other person um, and they don't feel like they can be themselves until ding five o'clock goes and you just kind of like, oh, I can just be myself again now. And, you know, and and so, so many unhealthy. people feel that and we don't talk about it, do we? We just don't mm-hmm. talk about it. No. Wow. And the other the other skill set that I want to impart is not only that it, it explaining that to the team leaders, but it's the employees and and the team members that need to know, have some skills, because I loved what you said. You said, you know, be able to say something to your coworker, but, but know what to say and how to say it. And then if it's too much, then like you said, have resources for them, because sometimes it's just overwhelming. You, you do need extra outside help, but at least people could have a baseline of where to start from in an, in a supportive environment. And, and that's the key. It absolutely is the key. And because you've just got such a such a passion and you can feel it even through a video podcast, you can feel it through the screen, your energy and your passion to be able to help people with the emotions in the workplace. What are what are some of the things, if you don't mind sharing, Vivian, of where somebody would would start to do that? Is it just awareness and recognition or what what would it what would the the energy around that kind of thing be? Well, actually, you're correct. Um, there are so many resources now. There are so many articles being written because it's a very hot topic. And when you talked about people coming back from home, you know, we've been isolated for a couple of years. We have all these fears. We have global fear, you know, and global grief. We've lost uh, our way of life. We've lost things uh, that were meaningful to us and we can't do anymore. We have to do in a very limited way. I mean, it's definitely getting better, but there's still all that residual stuff that is is still inside of us. And to be able to come back to work and actually voice it and talk about it and say, you know, I've, I've been really afraid and I've been afraid to come back to work because of, you know, blank. But uh there are lots of articles being written about it and there are are practitioners like me out there that 
that you can get to come in and help you jumpstart if you want to change your culture, which I think is very necessary because we've seen how people are just quitting their jobs right and left because they don't want to go back to the way it was. And they do need more on a personal level. Uh, and they need to be able to deal with how they feel. They need to be able to deal with the, how the people around them feel. Uh, and if we don't make those skills available to them, then we're just going to continue to lose even more employees. And we can't afford that. We can't, you know, right now we have such a shortage. We need to have environments where people want to work and feel good about working there. Oh, 100% agree. And I know with your lived experience as well, with your, your personal grief and the heartaches and, you know, the anxieties and the frustrations and the challenges, do you bring that lived experience into your, your trainings and your teaching and, and things like that as well? I absolutely do. I am not afraid to tell my story and it helps because it helps people relate. They might not have things on such a uh, same scale maybe, but that's how humans relate to each other is through our stories. And so, yes, I am very open and vulnerable with my stories uh, because it makes a difference and it touches people's hearts and minds and it makes them think just a little bit differently. Uh, if I can tell them my perspective and like you said, how I, how I overcame it and I have exercises people can do. And it's not like I've come up with anything particularly new. It's all out there, but I have gathered what worked for me and I've accumulated that and to make it easy for people to have a place to start. Definitely. Yeah. And creating those drama-free workplaces as well. How good does that make us feel? It just makes us feel less anxious about stepping into the workplace. Is the boss going to be grumpy today? Oh, I've got to sit sit next to to Kathy and she's always complaining about so-and-so. I mean, just to have that drama-free workplace, we can yes. really, and I think you say this as well, you really foster that culture of openness and communication and make it safe. And we talk about occupational health and safety, all the logistical stuff, but we don't talk about emotional health and safety, do we? And no. this is just such a, a productive way, an effective way. And people feel valued and seen. So what you're doing in that space and bringing that lived experience that you've you've had into that as well and showing how you overcame and the connection through the stories, that's only going to create a ripple effect of a, a more productive society as well, isn't it? Oh, I hope so. That's definitely my hope and dream. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beyond, it's, um, it's beyond EQ, you know, emotional intelligence, because emotional intelligence is more about how you treat others. But this is an, this is self EQ. This is knowing yourself enough that you can be there for somebody else. And as humans, and that's where storytelling comes in, it, it elicits an emotion. And that's how we connect with each other is through our emotions. It's actually, and I teach this, it's actually our superpower and it's nothing to be afraid of. And, and our emotions tell us the truth, you know, listening to our gut, listening to our heart, listening to our, our inner knowing, whatever you want to call it, that's our superpower as humans. And it's a skill that 
the better we get at, we can be better at being there for each other. And isn't that what it's all about? Whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in the family, whether it's just being out there in the world together, we we all have to survive together. And if we can be, do it kinder, more lovingly, better, yes, that is my vision, my dream, and why I'm doing what I do. Fantastic. So really encouraging people to embrace their passion and and perform with passion as well like like you do and how you show up as well and it's okay to have those vulnerable moments where we're not at our peak and that's okay as well I don't know if you have it there um where you are in Australia we have are you okay day do you have it there as well uh I'm sure some companies do but not not nearly as much as we need <laughs> We've you know we're coming up in a few weeks here and it's, it's huge in Australia it's it's you know just are you okay so you you can text someone you can go up to somebody in the workplace you can book time with your um manager or your team leader and and um you know they say are you okay and that's your opportunity like a window uh that opens for people to kind of go well actually or yeah I am um or I need you know and it's it's created such a huge movement here in Australia and um, it, it's just funny that it's coming up in a couple of weeks and here I am speaking to you about you know the the emotional spaces within a workplace um, mm-hmm. and I just think movements like that just need escalating um, to empower teams uh, all across the, all across the world basically and you're doing that with your speaking uh, whereabouts can we connect with you as well uh, well, I have a little card here. Can I put this up? Definitely. Uh, so if you are listening to this on audio, head to our YouTube channel, Victim to Victory. We have a QR code that Vivian has here where you can scan this and have instant connection with her. Or they can go to VivianCobbSpeaking.com and I have a form on there that you can fill out and I have a uh a downloadable book about owning your own emotions. It's about eight, eight page digital book. That's informative. Uh, And there's a, and you can email me. So yeah, I'm, I'm very findable. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. And obviously if any companies want to book you to be able to go into their companies and and speak, um, and I'm sure you'd be, um, I'm assuming I shouldn't, but I'm assuming you'd be um, contactable for virtual meetings as well. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. It's fun to do in person. I'm glad we're doing in person again, but definitely I have my little, my little entertainment space here uh, when I speak and I put, I have my desk, I can put it up so I can stand up and move around. So yes, I'm, I'm all set up for virtual as well. It is amazing how quickly we can pivot and how open we are to having things virtual as well. Now, I know you put your heart into it. Uh, You know, you're empowering teams. You're an international speaker, an author, an emotions advocate. What kind of message would you like to leave our audience on today? I would like to say, don't be afraid of your emotions. They really are your superpower. We are taught, uh, let's take crying, for example, we are taught very early, especially our little boys, which is tragic to me, you know, don't you dare cry. When in fact, crying is actually better for us than laughing. (laughs) Nobody talks about that. But 
our emotions are incredible gifts to us. And please explore them. Don't run from them. Don't numb them. Just explore them and know that it is okay to feel no matter what you feel. Anything you feel is the right thing. Yep. That is wonderful. And thank you very much for being brave to share your story as well. And I know how open and transparent you are because stories connect and you are just a testimony of owning your emotions and and just such an emotions advocate. Um, You are so appreciated here, Vivian, and we'll be sharing where to connect with you as well. You can find the Victim to Victory podcast on Apple, Spotify and YouTube. Make sure you comment make sure that you subscribe, reach out to Vivian. She's changing the world. She's a thought leader of tomorrow and she will definitely help you get in touch with your emotions as well. And also head to our website to find out more about the Launch Brand and Market podcast course available from Victim to Victory. Vivian, thank you very much for being our special guest today and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much, Tracy. It was absolutely lovely to be here. You're very welcome. Bye for now. Bye-bye.